to Thursdays. Thursdays. True and Trivial Talk with Matt and McGinty. So glad that you guys are listening with us today. We got This is our first episode, so we got a lot going for y'all. And uh, our purpose for our show, if this is your first time tuning in, because it's our first episode, uh, is to really not just entertain and have some fun, but also tackle some serious questions and some stuff going on churches across America, around the world, uh, but also just to bring some helpful practicalities. We said it last time in the trailer, but I just can't help myself. I have to say it again. So, Matt, you ready to do this, dude? I think so, man. I, I kind of feel like there's like a, a wall between us right I now. I know. There's it's, a wall there, as Kronk yeah, would say. It's a, it's a like a sneeze guard type thing? Sneeze guard, cough guard, whatever. We uh, you know, we want to be mindful of these kinds time, of things. But it's, it's here now. It is um, here now. Okay. So, we're trying to yes. be careful. All right. <laughs> so, just, man, how's I your pass? Do, I want to do like a mime thing where I'm putting it up against a glass yes. or something. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, did you? Uh, how's your week been? Man, it's been good. Been good, dude. Just uh, getting ready for Sunday, and Sunday's our big return to. That's true. Uh, doing in-person meeting for yes uh, student ministry and for children's ministry and grow groups just all over. So. Yeah, we're, we're. And if it looks like we're sweating, it's because we are. The uh, air conditioning actually broke. Sweating. Matt likes like a balmy eighty degrees. I like sixty-eight degrees. I run hot. I like to be cold. This guy has to have AC cranked all the time. No, I'm an AC diva. This is and for we sure. Share, we share a thermostat in our office, and he's always <laughs> turning it down. But so you're. Right. I'm gonna make so, a joke, but I'm not gonna actually. I'm not gonna make like, a joke. I'm freezing in there, but hey, he's. He, I'm as comfortable. Long as he's comfortable. It's. I know. It's good. All right. Well, let's uh. Let's cut the chit chat and let's go right into some of our stuff today. Today we have for you, we're going to do a dad fail segment. Yep. And uh, lots of potential there. The problem wasn't trying to figure out if we had anything. The question was which one to share because there's just so much material. For the dad fail. We're also going to talk about prayer and what that means. We get from one of our Facebook questions, actually. And thank you for that. Keep those Facebook questions coming or email us. Uh, and then we're also, we got a fun life hack for you as well. And I've been holding on to this one for a while. I can't wait to share it with you guys. So here we go. Matt, uh, first thing we're going to do today is we are going to do our dad fail segment. So do you want to go first? Oh, or man, do you... Why are you starting with me? <laughs> All right. I, I'll, I'll put it out there. Um, like you said, I've got a, a lot. Um, I, probably the biggest one was a year or so ago. I was taking care of the kids for the weekend. Uh, Melody was on a on a uh, retreat and um weekend with matt yes and so the, i i took care of the kids. everything went uh okay um kids kids survived it all right but uh sunday morning we were in a hurry to get out of the house and i thought i mean i had the dress that for my daughter that my wife picked out had it on her she looked great and i thought okay the shoes are in the car shoes are in the car we're good let's get in the car we gotta go get to church <laughs> we get to church and um there were no shoes in the car. Oh, so, dude, we've dropping, all been there. Dropping my daughter off at church barefooted, like not even <laughs> socks. You still uh, dropped her off with no shoes. Well, I I couldn't go back home. I I like I I I you know I'm a youth pastor, and so I had to get things started. And <laughs> so uh, she spent the morning without <laughs> shoes, and I I still don't know how they did the playground thing going outside with no shoes. But that's uh, a pretty good yeah pretty was, good dad feel, dude. Yeah, was, I have never forgotten my children's shoes because I'm a good dad. Okay, well, um, then let's hear your dad fail. <laughs> no, I've totally forgotten my kid's shoes. Uh, anyway, uh, my dad failed. Man, I got so many. The one that is most like recent on my heart is we have a trampoline, and we pretty much go in this trampoline like all 
all of us all the time. And it's like an MMA cage fight, basically. Like, <laughs> I have four kids, and we all go in there and jump, and it just always sort of devolves to some kind of, like, wrestling match. Uh, but I'm always coming up with fun new games to play. Like, one of my favorite is Graboid, where I close my eyes, and I try and catch them by listening to you know, just my ears with my feet, and they have a lot of fun. they got to be quiet, you know? And then I invented this new game where we put, like, inner tubes in the trampoline, and they had to run around in circles, and I'd call it a color of the inner tube, and they all had to try and jump in that color inner tube first, which I kept instructing them, listen, you have to jump in your rear end first. It's like a seat, but they, there was no listening involved. Yeah. And it was just mass chaos. And so what would inevitably happen is my, my second oldest daughter jumped super high, going face forward, like spread eagle, into the trying to jump in the tube, and my son tried to go forward too, and he's shorter, and so like basically like my second oldest daughter, just her whole body just like attacked him right in the face. It was just this Ooh. epic train wreck. Oh, and nobody like nobody was hurt, but it was kind of funny to watch. It was just in slow motion, you're going, no. And of course, neither one of them landed in the inner tube that like my two-year-old snuck in underneath them got in. So, <laughs> But yeah, that's um, that could have right. gone sideways pretty badly. Which kids are all right. Kids are good. Okay, it's good. Still alive. Yep, they're ninety uh, percent cartilage, so we'll we'll roll <laughs> with that. All right, so that's our dad fail. We might come back to that a couple more times, and uh, again, we have lots of material. And for let that. me just say this: if if you have a dad fail, yes, and you would like to share that, send it in to us. Confession is good for the soul. Yeah, you know. We, and if you want us to keep it anonymous, we will. Or if it's, if you want to like put your name on there, we'll give you a shout out. Absolutely. So that everyone can know that dads do fail. We do fail. That's true. Often. Very often. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on who you ask, right? <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, move on to something else. This is a segment that we like to call Something Awesome, Something Lame. All right? Something Awesome, Something Lame. Matt, I- I'll let you go first last time. You want me to go first this time? You go first. Okay. I still want to... Uh, so, like, are we are we awesome then awesome or like awesome and lame then? No, awesome? do you, do your both. So I'll do awesome right, and I'll do right. lame. And yeah, we're still figuring okay. this out. All, All right. right. So Something Awesome, Something Lame. Something awesome, you guys know I'm a huge Lego fan. Lego just put out a Lego that's this whole line of Legos for Super Mario Brothers. And it is amazing. It is awesome. It is so awesome because not only do the levels actually, I'm describing things to you, so if you're listening, are all modular. You can put them together and they actually look like real Super Mario levels. And it comes with this like digital Super Mario character that has an accelerometer in it and some sensors. So you can actually pick up this Mario and go through the level you've created and actually collect coins and has little LCD screens on it. It reacts and just it's just brilliant. Brilliant stuff. And you can buy Bowser's Castle. It has all these different characters and power-ups you can buy. It is unreal. Of course my daughter was looking through the magazine. She's like, I want that. I'm like yeah, me too. I want that. Can I? I'm looking at Brooke and my my wife. And I'm saying, hey, um, can I get this for the for the kids? It's yeah. for the kids. <laughs> totally for the kids. Maybe Santa will bring that. This you know, year. it is on my list. It is for sure. It's back ordered right now. Like you can't even get a hold of it because everyone and their mom's dog is trying to get it. Um, so something lame is cheap scooters. Okay, we like to get out in the neighborhood, ride bikes, do scooters a lot. But we just bought my son a like a. PJ Masks, Catboy Scooter, and it looks really cool. Yeah. And he decided, uh, not working for me. So my two-year-old gets on it, and he actually rocks it pretty well, but he's still too slow for me. So I'm like, oh, let's speed this sucker up. Let's, I'm going to strap my dog leash to this scooter, and it'll, you know, it'll it'll pull him a little oh, faster. No. <laughs> this also feels like a dad fail, I feel like. <laughs> and, of course, like, the dog just pulled the scooter for, out from underneath him. He was fine, but the dog dragged the scooter off, and the wheel popped off. I'm like, oh. 
So the wheel popped right off the scooter. Thankfully, it was on the find the bolt and you can go fix it later. But man, cheap scooters. That should a dog should be able to pull a scooter down a sidewalk, you know, a good twenty feet and not get broken. That's just kind of how I feel about that. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, that's that's good. That's good. I, something awesome for me. Um, uh, for those of you guys that know me, I'm a uh, I, I'm a big kid. I, I still love toys. This is true. Um, yeah. So you love Legos. I love toys. And uh, I saw the other day. This uh, this is like the 35th year for Back to the Future. If you're a Back to the Future fan, yes. There, um, there is a, a a near perfect movie. I might yeah. add, <laughs> a model DeLorean that is out there that um, you can turn like so. It lights up. It makes noises, and you can, uh, of course, it lifts the doors up. It's a it's a model where you can drive it like a car, but. If you want to, you can also turn it into a time machine where you turn the wheels up and awesome. It, it, it gets better. Oh, and it gets better because it's magnetized. It actually like levitates. No, so it floats. It floats yeah. like a real actually hoverboard. Like the, that like the DeLorean. You know, the future like is coming and gone, and we yeah. still don't have a really good working hoverboard. So I'm glad to see at least there's a, a, a model one. But we have a hover DeLorean model. And uh, and how much does this run you? I think it's about sixty dollars. Sixty bucks. If, mm. if my wife's listening, don't worry. I'm not going to buy it, but it just looks cool. It looks cool. And if someone wants to go buy it from Matt, you know, <laughs> you know, go go right ahead. So I, I almost stop you, but uh, yeah, we're not right. eliciting gifts. No, we're not. We can't do that. No, no. All right. So what's your something lame, dude? That'd be that'd be wrong. Okay. So um, something lame. This is maybe this is just me, but since the whole COVID thing. I uh, I know that that restaurants are are having to adapt and man you know so many of the fast food places they're still uh, just doing uh, takeout or, or drive through which okay that's fine but what I don't understand is McDonald's and remember when they started the all day breakfast oh yeah that's gone yeah, it's gone like when once COVID hit like they stopped doing breakfast all day which i preach brother I, that's lame preach. i don't understand why why does why does the coronavirus why the coronavirus why, why does the coronavirus <laughs> change whether or not you can make a sausage biscuit in the middle of a day hey i don't understand that do not that, question the ways of some, mcdonald's they sometimes know you just you just have a hankering i don't think anybody sleeves that word hey but, that that one dollar sausage mcmuffin biscuit or not biscuit the mcmuffin that's like my go-to yeah, like i'll just get like three of those but now you can't get it after ten thirty in the morning, which makes zero sense no. to me. I don't understand. That's an why all day food. I feel like coronavirus keeps you from being able to make breakfast uh, in the day, McDonald's. So I love you. If you work at McDonald's and you have some insight there, um, let me know. But I don't get it. So well, I um, I'm right there with you, dude. I've, I've gone through the McDonald's drive through a couple times. I'm like, where is my go to? I know. Where's my go to? And it's like my my second oldest son, or my, no, my eldest son. Got to keep all the kids straight. That that was his favorite. Yeah. And we don't ever go for breakfast. Yeah. It's usually like a like dinner because we've been out doing something. It's like, where is this? This is my like my burger with my burger. Yeah, you my know, son felt the same way. Yeah, but now I can't do it. Right on. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we are going to actually take a pause and get into some serious stuff here. So uh, we're just gonna pause it for a second, and in about five seconds, we're gonna dive right into it. All right. So don't go anywhere. Stick around. All 
All right, we are back. Hopefully you didn't go anywhere in those five seconds, but we are going to now dive into one of our Facebook questions we got online. A lot of you submitted some great questions for us to tackle about the Bible, about life, and so we're going to tackle one of those questions today, and uh, we call the segment Tough Questions, Good Answers, and uh, we'll let you be the judge whether this is a good answer or not, but we try to stick to Scripture and uh, do a little research beforehand, but um, this really does, this matters a lot. So, Matt, why don't you read us our question we got online this week? Yeah, so the question we got this week, um, this is a great question. Uh, can God bless you if you don't have a good, consistent prayer mm. commitment to him? In other words, is he still watching over us as believers, still guiding and protecting us, even if we aren't talking to him on a regular basis? And, um, well, that is a deep question. Yeah, yeah. So um, and we'll both tackle this, but... Man, first of all, uh, I just want to say God can, God can absolutely do whatever He wants to, and uh, man, God has has yep. been so good to me and, and given me things that uh, I I didn't ask for, and maybe even at the time I complained about, but um, but looking back, seeing why that was good for me, and um, so yeah, God can, uh, and God surprises us. God surprises us with good things. God surprises us with difficult things that turn into good things. It's true. And so yeah, God, God can bless us, but let's, let's talk about the importance of prayer and, uh, man, um, let's, let's. Prayer is necessary, right? Yeah. So the first thing we need to recognize is that God has commanded us to pray, right? It's not like an option. Prayer is our lifeline. Like it's our, C.S. Lewis called it like our radio, right? Our radio to God. And a lot of times people will complain that prayer feels like a, a one-way conversation. Like, what's the point of praying to God if I don't ever hear back? Well, we have to kind of get back to what is communication. Communication is saying something, and in the act of saying something, that person who heard it, their thoughts are directed a certain way. Mm-hmm. So we have to think about that when we think about prayer. When we pray, we are saying things to God. We're engaging in obedience, and we're talking to Him. And I firmly believe that the Holy Spirit will actually direct our thoughts to think about things that we have not would not have thought about unless we'd acted in obedience and prayed. And so it is, it's a two-way conversation, but it's very subtle. And you're, sometimes you might hear an audible voice. I, I mean, I can count maybe a couple times that maybe has hand happened, but still checking that with Scripture. Uh, but it is a conversation. And you, I'll find many times as I'm praying that I will think about someone I need to pray for that I hadn't thought about in a long time, or I think about something I need to confess, or um, really just a truth I need to meditate on that I would not have thought about unless I had engaged in prayer. And so it's our radio, and it's our connection to God, and I think that's one of the primary things we need to look at it for. Yeah, so just um, expanding on something you said about it being a conversation, I think a lot of times people uh, look at prayer as being... Um, our, our list of things we want God to do. And that is, uh, that is not, that is not what prayer, um, should be all about. Um, prayer should be a conversation where we're talking with God, where we're dialoguing with God, um, and expressing adoration, expressing, expressing confession, thanking him, and then coming to him with, uh, the things that the supplication, yeah, the, you don't know the acts of prayer, the acronym, prayer. That's, very, that's very handy. Walk our, our students through for sure. I'm um, trying to encourage them to, to not look at God like Santa Claus, but to, or a vending to, machine where he's like, if I put in the yeah. prayer, then I should get this back. You know, right. the acts of prayer is, I think it's not like a formula. It's just sort of a more like guidelines, right? Yeah. Uh, the A is for adoration. Uh, C, C is for confession. confession T for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and 
ask for a supplication. supplication. And, you know, it's not like you have to pray that way, but it is modeled in the Lord's Prayer, that's for sure. Absolutely. And and I think Jesus, uh, of course, our ultimate example, but he he modeled this so well in the Lord's Prayer. But in going back to that question, can can our prayers really move uh, a sovereign God who already has plans in place? That's that's a rub, right? Yeah. Like prayer in itself has beneficiary elements to it, right? I mean, C.S. Lewis said, "I don't." And this is from the Shadowlands, an excellent, excellent movie, by the way, which is based off of his book and uh, testimony. Uh, he says, I don't pray to move God or to change God. I pray so that God will move and change me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important perspective to see. And But somehow, prayer does move God. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think John MacArthur explained it this way. He talked about prayer being like the uh, the the slender nerve. Yeah, the slender nerve. That, that moves God to action. And, um, you know, we, we have to understand that... Um, even though God has a sovereign will and mm. God is has a has a plan in place, uh, prayer our prayers are a part of that. And yeah. I mean, we're commanded throughout Scripture, um, hundreds of times, to pray, to pray without ceasing, to pray continually, and mm. to 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 make our requests known to God. And it comes back to the whole free world and God's sovereignty. Somehow we have the ability to choose and responsible for our choices, but somehow God is sovereign, right? God is in control. And how that works, we don't really know. It's one of the secret things of God, as 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 uh, God sort of explained to Moses, I believe, in Deuteronomy. Um, it could be Exodus. I'll have to double check that. And you can double check me. But the secret things of God, we don't. If we understood everything about how God works, He wouldn't be much of a God, right? It wouldn't be mysterious. Exactly. And His ways are definitely higher than ours. Not to use all the Christianese possible in like one minute, but it, somehow His power, He is powerful enough yeah. to incorporate our prayers into his sovereign plan. Yeah. And we're commanded to do so. And somehow they, they do affect his choices. And we don't know how that works, but we do. I and mean, like James chapter five, verse uh, 16, you know, says prayers of a righteous man are powerful. Yep. Right. And so what are we supposed to take for that? What do you, how would you interpret that? You know, I would say that uh, when, when we do it, you look at that verse and, uh, being righteous, uh, coming to God, um, and fervently praying. Um, when when we do that, God works. He not only works in the situation, but He works in us, and He brings us to a place where mm. we are able to um, to pray and to pray that God's will be done, even if it doesn't look like our will. And mm. Jesus modeled that in the Garden of Gethsemane, where um, you know He's He's desperately praying that God, if there's any other way, mm. uh, any other way than than um, take this cup from me. Um, but Jesus knows what he has to do. He knows yeah. his mission. Um, he knows that uh, that his prayer um, probably won't change it, but he's still praying and, and, and making his heart known to his Father. And I think God... God longs for that with us. He wants to hear from us. He wants us... It's true. Um, and it's hard, isn't it? It's hard because when you feel like you have fervently prayed, and maybe you've prayed for a long time, and mm. God didn't answer the prayer the way you wanted to. Did I not have enough faith? That's always a question. Did I, I not pray enough? And um, well, as Jesus said, "Ask and you shall receive." Yeah. Right. Pray in my name, and that's always a tricky verse. You know, praying in Jesus' name doesn't mean using His name like magic. Obviously, like if I just slap Jesus' name on there, then I'll get that Ferrari I've been asking for. Yeah. It's praying along the sort of the grain of His will. Right and saying, God, 
I think this is what you'd want. And that's why the prayers of a righteous man are, are powerful, because a righteous man knows God's heart. He knows what God wants. And so more than likely, he's going to pray for something yeah. that God would want for him or for other people. Uh, but the, the reference that he has, that James references, is Elijah. Like, he prayed that yeah. no rain would happen, and there was no rain. Right. You know, and so we're like, okay, is it a little bit more than that? We don't know. We don't know exactly yeah. how that works. So I don't know if we're really answering the question, but I, I think what we're what we're doing is kind of helping to establish the fact that um, God, God doesn't necessarily need us, but he wants us. No doubt. And he wants us to, to be a part of what he does, and he wants us to— to talk to him and to and to cry out to him and, and to um, to mm. see what he does and like you said prayer uh, it it may not change the situation but he changes us through that and so it's, it's sure. hard isn't it it's it, when when you feel like God you you begged God for something and he doesn't do it mm. um, do you like you said do you not have enough faith do you walk away from God or do you say okay God just as Jesus did when he said not my will but yours be done yeah. you know and that's so hard we're, to say we're praying. Uh, that God would align us with his will. And mm-hmm. even if it doesn't, it doesn't match up with our will that God would bring us to the point where we say, okay, God, you're, you're sovereign. Your ways are higher than mine. And so, um, and at the heart of this question is essentially is if I stop praying, is God still going to bless me? I think God's blessing is, is inherent. Like yeah. you don't have to earn his blessing by very definition. He's going right. to bless you according to what he thinks is best for you. And, but prayer, if you're pray- but if you're praying, has inherent blessings in it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And if you're if you're praying, you're able uh, when when God does do that to be able to 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 be a part of that process yeah. and to know it's that, like a trickle down effect too. Yeah. If you're not praying, then you're probably not walking with God as closely, and you're more likely going to make choices that could be destructive or hurtful to you or to other people. But if you are praying. And then you're going to be more connected to God's heart. You're going to be more connected to what you should be doing in your life, to his wisdom and to his truth and his principles. And you're probably going to make better choices in life. There's yeah. natural inherent blessings to doing things God's way. Uh, and sin has natural inherent consequences for being destructive by its very nature. So so we should pray. So we should pray. We will pray at the end of this uh, at the end of this podcast. That's in fact, we're, we're going to actually was... battle for it. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thank you for your questions. Um, yeah, keep them coming. Keep them coming. I mean, we uh, like we said, we're we'll do our best to uh, to just talk through it with you. We may not always have the answer that you're wanting, but uh, we want to give the answer based on what um, what God uh, has shown us and um, has taught us over the years. For so. sure. All right, we're gonna do a bit of a hard transition to something uh, not necessarily totally funny, but we're gonna do um, some. We're going to do a segment called Life Hack, all right? You've seen Life Hacks out there, a Life Hack tip, and I've got one that I've been saving for a while that I want to share with you guys. And you might think it's kind of silly, but this is actually a life hack I developed, I think, when I was in college. So you think, man, when you're like on a low budget, like no money, you come with some pretty creative things um, to sort of fulfill a need. And so this Life Hack tip is, I'm calling it free matching athletic wear, Okay. So you, what you do is you take a an old T-shirt that you probably don't wear anymore. It still fits, okay? It's got to still fit. And you cut the sleeves off. Cut the sleeves off. All of a sudden, you have a sleeveless shirt that's good for working out in. And then all of a sudden, you have two matching headbands, two matching sweatbands, or they can even be wristbands, and they match because it's from the same shirt, okay? I'm laughing because I've done this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've totally rocked this style, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, headbands or or even hats. Like you can mm. you can put the sleeve down over your head and it fits like a hat too. So totally, 
Yes. It doesn't necessarily look cool, but you know what? If you pick the right shirt and the right color, it could look cool. I hear tie-dye is trying to make a, t- a comeback. So, Or you could do like a long sleeve shirt or a sweater. This is and, true. Although I don't know that I really wear Matching like scarf, sleeveless, maybe? Yeah, like how far are you going to take this? I don't wear sleeveless sweaters. No. Yeah, make make a scarf and, you know. Put, I feel you like know. that life hack just sort of digressed really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a sort of semi-series uh, life hack. We'll probably have some more super helpful ones in the future. But we definitely uh, will bring some stuff like this for you. And, of course, if you have some life hack tips that you'd like to share, we definitely will be happy to steal them from you and share them with everybody else on the podcast if you're cool with that. And so. if you'd like to see a picture of Daniel McGinty uh, rocking that. <laughs> I probably then... have that somewhere. Like I, I'm pretty sure I have a picture somewhore pre-digital somewhere. I may yeah. or may not look very hard yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. So. Maybe you shouldn't. No, just like I'm not look very hard for that uh, crisscross overalls uh, yeah, that's, picture. Yeah, that's, not going to do it. Don't do it. Hey, so let's uh, let's move on. I, we want to share something, a segment called "On This Date," and we're mm. going to share with you an important event that happened on this date. So um, today being September the third, September the third. That's right. The third. All right. Back on this date in 1783. Representatives of the United States and Britain signed the Treaty of Paris. Do you know what the Treaty of Paris did? I do because I have it written on my my sheet too. Oh, <laughs> I totally cheated. cheat. Right. <laughs> it officially ended the Revolutionary War. That's kind of a big deal. That's a very big deal. So I'm not yeah. really done the math on how many years ago that was because in 1783, it was a lot of years. Ago. A lot of a lot of years yeah. ago. So like like 240. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 70, 17 years ago, maybe-ish. We weren't trying math to do the majors. Math. Yeah. No, we were not math majors. I'm no. trying to do some quick math. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a big deal, though. I mean, that... 237 years ago. Okay. I think that's right. That's good. That's good. Into the into the Revolutionary War, which is... Um, it's a, it was a big deal. We big deal our, for a country. We have our freedom because of that. A lot of people made some pretty tough choices. They yeah. gave that to us. And um, I'd like to know, was the Treaty of Paris signed in Paris? For those of you history buffs, the, the funny thing is, I actually taught U.S. history for I think two. I'm trying to remember like two years of middle school students, which was always really funny for me because I I was a Bible teacher in a Christian school and a journalism teacher, and then they also needed a U.S. history teacher. I'm like, okay, let me get this straight. You're asking the guy that didn't grow up in this country to teach U.S. history? Okay, sure. Let's just roll with that. They thought you needed to know it. I was like, uh, go learn it and teach it. <laughs> Right. You're a teacher. I remember taking U.S. history in college just for fun. And I love U.S. history. I I love it too. I mean, one of my I favorite teachers ever was also the football coach at. It's uh, always a football coach, right? but he was a great history teacher. That's cool. Yeah, I, no. that's where I first fell in love with American history. It was it was in high school. I remember my American history teacher. Was, American history was supposed to be a junior class at the school I went to in Japan, but when I came back to the states for my junior year, uh, it was a freshman class. So I remember just being super, super easy. Like I would literally sleep through the class and get hundreds in all my tests and would just drive my teacher, Mr. Arisco, nuts. In fact, he would pull these pranks on me um, and he would try to make me fail his tests. And he would tell me, listen, if you fail, if you get less than 100 on this test, I'm going to fail you for the semester. And then he would get mad at me, turn it in. I got like 110% because you always put extra credit on it. But there was this one time he got his revenge and I, <laughs> I kept I falling asleep in his class a lot. So I fell asleep in his class with my head down on my hands and sort of like bent elbow if you're watching the video and I fell asleep and I slept right through the bell. And so he just let the next class come in, brought in another teacher from another class 
And then like this teacher comes up to me and says, don't you ever fall asleep in my math class again? I'm like math class, what in the world? Just, <laughs> I thought I was in US history. Where am I? And my arm is, my left arm is numb for sleeping on it. I can't feel it at all. So I'm like this like dead arm trying to pick up my backpack and get out of the class and figure out what is going on. I leave the classroom and Mr. Risco is just outside. They're just dying laughing. He just thought he was hilarious. That is, so, that is funny. Yeah. So he got me back for sleeping in his class. And um, that was, I'll have to share another funny you story do. later about sleeping in class. But I totally, totally deserve that. So don't fall asleep in your U.S. history class. Yes, not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. Well, that uh, wraps up our episode for our podcast. We, if we, you're still listening. if you're, Hey, you are still listening. You're still having a good time. We're going to do many more episodes. We have lots and lots of different kinds of segments. Every week is going to be totally different. we got a lot of fun things, a lot of serious stuff. We've got a lot of great questions from you guys online, so we're looking forward to tackling those. But if you guys have any ideas or things you want us to tackle, please let us know. We take all your feed forward very seriously, and it helps us know what you want to listen to. And so we want to uh, deal with all that. So uh, if you do want to uh, get a hold of us, and we'll get into that here in a second, but one of the things we're going to do each time as part of our podcast is we're going to basically battle out who gets to close out in prayer. A lot of times people do the like thumbs up, oh, it's not me, I don't want to pray. No, we're doing the opposite. We're going to fight for who gets to close out this thing in prayer. So we had one of the church secretaries put together some trivia questions, some Bible trivia Bible questions. Trivia. That's right, Bible trivia questions to see who can answer correctly and the fastest. Now, we've not looked at these questions, uh, the answer, we've not looked at these questions <laughs> at all. I'm not looking at them, and we're going to read them at the same time. How is this going to work? We're going to read them. We can't read them out loud. Just it. We haven't figured this out. So whoever answers the fastest, let's do it that all that right. way. So you read yours, and if you're faster than me, and this will be totally subjective, and we can fight about that, uh, and then you see if you can answer these correctly too. So Matt, I'm going to give you your question first. Okay. All right. All right. And uh, you ready? Yes, I think so. Um, read your question. Answer. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Which book of the Bible contains these verses? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Galatians, or Ephesians? What is it? Galatians. Galatians? Yeah. All right, turn up, see if you're right. Galatians 5, 22 through 23. Dude, yes. that was immediate. Good job. Yeah. All right, now I got mine. Let's see if I'm going to have a pastor fail here. It's kind of nerve-wracking because it's like, it okay, is. am I going to get this right? I don't know. Because you won't be a good pastor if you I know. Wrong, right? <laughs> I'm really nervous. All right, here's my question. Which book of the Bible contains these verses? Oh, great. For if, the, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. If you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. I'm going to go with Matthew. It sounds like something Jesus would say. I'm going to agree with you. And the answer is Matthew yeah. 6, 14 through 15. So, okay, I think we both had a draw. We got a couple more questions here. All right. All right, so here's one more for you. So if I if I don't get it wrong, then you get to pray. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Whoever, like, hesitates the longest loses. Wait, did I say that right? Anyway, okay. Yeah. All right, so you got one more. Do your question. All right. Which book of the Bible contains this verse? What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Sounds like a Chris Tomlin song. Galatians, Ephesians, 
Romans or Colossians? Hmm. One, okay. two, I'm three, four, Romans. five, six. All right, so five seconds. Okay. All right, let's see what the answer is. Romans. Okay, so okay, there's a... take me five seconds. About five seconds. Right, I'm going to do mine. All right. All right. Okay, which book of the Bible contains these verses? Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ forgave you. Oh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Ephesians. Yes, there's Ephesians. Oh, 5-2. Okay, so. Oh, we're out of questions. All right. I got another question. Oh, you got one more? I only have two right here. All right. So you have. All right, here we go. Let's see who can answer this first then. You just read okay. it. Okay. Which book of the Bible contains this verse? Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Is that Acts, Psalms, Galatians, or Ephesians? Galatians. Um, no, that's Ephesians. You say I gotta go with your first answer. I, I say Galatians, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's say, wrong. I'm gonna say Ephesians. All right, I think you're right. All right, let's see here. So the uh, the answer that we're given is not actually one of the answers that's on. The what? <laughs> What's the answer given? It's Hebrews eleven one. That actually sounds correct. Yeah. So we both got that wrong. But this Bible trivia is going nowhere. Wow. <laughs> well, we All both right. failed that. So maybe we do need to do I, a thumbs up. I do have one more. You have one more? Yes. Well, then I'll read that one. Why do you have four and I got two? I don't know. You, Wait, just, you, you just gave it to me. All right. Which book of the Bible contains these verses? Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects. Always trusts. Always hopes. Always perseveres. This is the classic wedding verse. Is it 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Galatians, or Ephesians? I'm saying you're faster than me. I'm Good job. Faster. All right. So we've gone through all our trivia questions. Took us a while. Uh, normally our challenges won't take this long, I don't think. I was thinking like a water bottle flip contest. Uh, we but do this next time. But I think the Bible trivia turned into a whole segment in and of itself, which was kind of fun. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you got some right. Matt, you have earned the right to close us out in prayer. Let me so do it. So go ahead, buddy. Here we go. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the opportunity today to be able to um, talk with uh, whoever's listening, um, whether it be church members or just uh, friends out there. Father, thank you so much for uh, this time, and thank you, Lord, for being sovereign. Thank you, Father, for um, your love for us and the fact that you have a sovereign will, that you have a, a, a plan and a purpose for us. Um, so amazing. We are not here just existing, but we have uh, we have a purpose for our lives, and we can know that purpose. Uh, but to truly know that purpose, we have to know you. And to truly know you, that involves praying. That involves uh, communicating with you. And so, mm -hmm. Father, I pray that for all of our listeners out there, um, I pray, God, that they would uh, that they would be in tune with you. I pray, Lord, that if if maybe they uh, are not walking with you right now, or maybe not walking closely with you, that this would be maybe a prompt for them to return to you and just to to confess to you and yes. to come back to you and and to um, to walk with you and to to be in your word and to know. Um, what it is you would have for them. And I pray your blessings on on uh, these people, that this church family listening, uh, as well as friends. I pray your blessing on them, Lord. May they know, God, that you are with them. May they know that you are uh, guiding them and directing them and that you want to hear from them. 
And uh, Lord, I pray that they'd be edified uh, by what they've heard today, Lord, but that they would also be bold to go out and to share the truth of the gospel. Lord, thank you again for being so good to us. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to us. Again, you can follow us on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. We're finally on there as well, so you can use your apps to do that. And, of course, this video will be on YouTube and on Facebook. You can find that on our Facebook page for our church, First Baptist Church Pflugerville. And be sure to subscribe and like and follow on all the platforms you listen and watch, and that way uh, the Internet overlords will know that it's important and push it out there for other people to check out. We appreciate all your time that you've given us. If you do want to submit a question to us online, you can email Matt at... Matt at fbcpville.org. And you can email me at dmcginty at fbcpville.org. Of course, you can find us on Facebook and send us a message. We'll accept that as well. That's, that's Mick Ginty. Mick Ginty. M-C-G-I-N-T-Y. No. Like McDonald's. It's not Mac Ginty. Wait, no, McDonald's is MCG. Yeah, McDonald's is MCG. McDonald's really needs to serve breakfast. Yes, they really do. I agree. So on that serious note, you all have a good day. We're going to try and land the plane a little bit better than we did on our trailer. Uh, But again, be sure to subscribe and follow, and we'll see you next next Thursday at 4 p.m. See you then. Adios. Ah.